Welcome to the Small Towns Big God Podcast. We don't know what we're doing, but we're going to do it anyway. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 48 of the Small Towns Big God Podcast. <laughs> it's our Bible study podcast where we dig into verse-by-verse discussion while speaking to how the Word comes to life in our personal lives. My name is Dax Bruner, and I am the youth minister here at New Zion Baptist Church in beautiful outskirts of Ector, Texas. We're in the suburbs, suburbs. of Ector, Texas. Yeah. yeah. And across from me is Josh Slott. He is the pastor at Ivanhoe Baptist Church in Ivanhoe, Texas. I said this last time. I haven't been out there in a minute, so I need to get no. on out there. I need to see that little that little new bit. room. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. And we're just two guys that have been led to ministry, doing what we are commanded to do and evangelize through all means available. So, internet, here we are, and we, yeah, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> no, but we're gonna we're gonna do it anyway. Yep. I mean, one hundred percent. Yeah. So we were just talking before we started recording this thing that our our views are down, and I got to do a better job of. Promoting, promoting this thing yeah and marketing and all those other things that we're supposed to do and uh yeah so we'll get on that but we can't do it without your help so tell all your friends to watch and listen yeah, all eight of you yeah yeah we had eight <laughs> views last time y'all two of them were probably us oh i know one of them was me <laughs> <laughs> all six of you well hey i will say this i do i do know for a fact that um we are we are watched at uh ozark christian college by a fairly big group like 12 15 Mm -hmm. uh, young people at the college up there one view but 15 sets of eyes on it so that's that's still okay we'll take it anyway so what's happening man it's your birthday man it's my birthday yes i am i am now four years away from free coffee at denny's Woo! i know i woke up this morning i'm like it's Four here. more years. Four more years. Yeah, that's just a presidential term. I can do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ain't but fifty-one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, it's exciting. It's also my grandmother's birthday. Yep. Uh, CC is ninety-one today. I was born on her fortieth birthday. Wow. And I know, I know. And she's like, she said, "I said, how are you feeling?" She goes, "I'm fine." You know, and the only the only physical problem is she's got a thing with a tendon called a trigger finger. Have you uh-huh. heard of this? Yeah. So she does. Um, seamstress work still at 91 and she goes it's really getting into my my spending money oh and yeah i was like oh no oh no but anyway yeah she's awesome she still drives herself around goes to church you know a couple times a week and plays cards with the church ladies no gambling she says no so why would you lead with Gen- that yeah she's yeah. like she's like we don't gamble but we play cards i'm like that means you're gambling <laughs> yeah and so when I call over there and they're playing cards, I'm like, "What's the pot up to, girls?" And they they just laugh. But right. anyway, we have fun with them. It's awesome. All right, what's happening with you? You got? I saw your new room at the church. That's awesome. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Doing some, some progress. Stuff. Right. Yeah. And uh, oh, we've got new mini blinds in our sanctuary. Ah, yes, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an improvement. We'll see how many people. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I'm just going to see how many people notice it. Because it's quite a difference. <laughs> <laughs> but we're working on FCA at Sam Raver and getting that, trying to get Yeah, that's exciting. That's we're good. in the progress, process. Yeah. So it's going to happen. We're just. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's getting it's a huge there. deal, man. If you, you, I mean, it, need, it needs to happen for yeah. sure. So, yeah, I, I love, I love doing it. So, yeah. All right. You had a meeting with Weldon. No, we did. Good. Yeah. We got some, uh, some salt leaders picked out. Yep. And so. 
have them fill out that application, which I think I, I saw the application. It's quite a process. And I like it. I do too. I, 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 like I, I've got a copy of it here. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, uh, we put in, um, Miss Maiden's the, the counselor up there. She's going to lead it, be the, the, the sponsor, nice. the employee sponsor of the school. Yep. And so, um, she put in a request to Weldon to come back and to train the salt leaders. Oh, so that's kind of what we're waiting on. That's really cool. Yeah, he's really good. Like so, he, th- that dude is passionate about FCA. Right. I mean, he, and and he knows all the resources and all that right. stuff because there's so much that uh-huh. that they offer that's free, and uh, so yeah, it's it's pretty. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. All right, you ready? All right. Hi, Daryl. Oh, hey, Daryl. Oh, well, close the door and lock it. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, that's Daryl Hathcock. He just yeah. walked in. Yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he's giving us he's giving us the signal like this. It's like special <laughs> guest? No. no. <laughs> Not today? Not today. All right. He just <laughs> tipped his hat. All right. All right yeah, we'll holler at you. Uh-huh. Yeah. God cares for you. God cares for you. Message from Daryl. That's what Daryl just said. And it's hundred percent true. It is. It is. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right, John chapter ten. We're starting off today. We finished nine last week. As a whole, we did that the whole thing. Yeah, which yeah. was good. Yeah. It was awesome. All right, John chapter ten. We're gonna start in verse one. We're gonna stop in verse twenty one. Yes, verse twenty one. All right. The title on this one is The Good Shepherd. It says, truly I tell you, anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all his, all his own outside, he goes ahead of them. The sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will never follow a stranger. Instead, they will run away from him because they don't know the voice of strangers. Jesus gave them this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. Jesus said again, Truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it in abundance. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for, for the sheep. The hired hand, since he is not the shepherd and doesn't own the sheep, leaves them and runs away when he sees a wolf coming. The wolf then snatches and scatters them. This happens because he is a hired hand and doesn't care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, I know the Father. I lay down my life for the sheep, but I have other sheep that are not from this sheep pen. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. Then there will be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I lay down my life so that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own. I have the right to lay it down, and I have the right to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. Again, the Jews were divided because of these words. Many of them were saying, He has a demon, and he's crazy. Why do you listen to him? Others were saying, these aren't the words of someone who is demon possessed. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Woo! He repeats himself a lot. There, a lot, but, but it's good. It is good. So, 
Bible trivia. All right. Got it. You should know the answer to this one. I'll try. All right. This oh. is one of those times, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Of all the animals mentioned in the Bible, which one's mentioned the most? The sh- sheep or lambs? Sheep. Sheep. See, I told you you'd get it. I mean, sheep. We just talked about sheep. We just, it, he just said it 37 right. times. It's, and well, it's actually mentioned about 400 times in Scripture. I I would not doubt it. In about 300 over oh, right there. chapter yeah. 10. Yeah. Ah. And it's a picture of our relationship with God. It is. Right? Mm-hmm. Are they smart? No. No. No, sheep are dumb. Are they tough, strong? No. No. Mm-mm. They. I mean, you think about it. How do people, like, to help you go to sleep? You count, you count sheep. sheep. Yeah. I mean, they're just, oh, look, there's uh, one, there's two. I mean, they're yeah. calming. They're not, they're not strong, you know, fearful people. They no. wander around, they graze, and they can't. They can't find anything, you know, and expected someone to take them, you know. That's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. You know, and they're vulnerable. They are. You know, someone can come in and harm them easily. Mm-hmm. So this is where the shepherd comes in. Mm-hmm. How the shepherd would devote themselves to make sure the sheep were taken care of. So in this story, the shepherd, Jesus. Yes. Who is the sheep? We are. We are. Us. We should be. There's some humility here. You, this is where humility comes into our relationship with Christ. Yep. It's, it's very important that we're humble. We can't, you can't be a believer and not be humble. You, no, it's, 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 it's not, impossible. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, you, then you can't get out of your own way. Yeah, so the first five verses, we'll back up. It says, truly I tell you, anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs into some other ways, a thief and a robber, the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all his own outside, he goes ahead of them. The sheep follow him because they know his voice. Mm -hmm. They will never follow a stranger. Instead, they will run away from him because they don't know the voice of a stranger. So he's talking about himself being a shepherd. He's talking about us being the sheep. Mm -hmm. And there's five things we need as a sheep. Okay, so this is the the scripture of lists. I'm going to have some lists for you. Lay it on me. All right, so one, we need a shepherd. You've got to have a shepherd. We do need a shepherd. In that day, the sheep didn't have a shepherd. It was a dead sheep. Yeah, for sure. The sheep needed a shepherd. For sure. To guide, to protect, to love, to lead them. Mm -hmm. So the shepherd would take care of the whole flock. Yes. Right. They would follow, and then they would go everywhere that they went. They would uh, lead them into a pasture. They would find a place for them to rest. Mm Mm-hmm. And if something came to harm them, they would put themselves in the way to protect that sheep. Yep. So you need a shepherd. His name is Jesus, right? He just said that. Right. Yeah. I'm him. So, yeah. <laughs> and so today's message is really, we could call it like back to the basics. Okay. Right? Things that we should already know, stuff that we should already be doing in our lives. The first thing is, you need a shepherd of your life. Mm-hmm. You are not a leader. You're no. a follower. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. You must follow Christ. Jesus is the good shepherd, but he's not the only shepherd the Bible speaks of. Oh, boy. In 1 Peter 5, 1 through 4, it says this. It says, Therefore, as I follow fellow elder and witness to the suffering of the Messiah and also participant in the glory about to be revealed, I exhort the elders among you, shepherd God's flock among you, not overseen out of compulsion, but freely according to God's will, not for the money, but eagerly, not lording it over these entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Mm-hmm. So, moms, dads, Sunday school teachers, music leaders, deacons, pastors, Jesus is the chief shepherd. Mm-hmm. 
He has anointed smaller shepherds to watch over smaller flocks. Correct. Right? Yes. All right. So you need a shepherd. You also need a flock. Yes. Right? Yeah. So sheep are social animals. Mm -hmm. Right? They do better together. Christianity. 100%. Not a solo sport. Mm -hmm. The Bible said it's not good to be alone. It's not good to be isolated. Right. All right. If the sheep wander from the flock, they are in great danger. Mm Mm-hmm. Once you have the good shepherd, you must find a flock. We live in a time where people say, well, Jesus is my shepherd, but I don't have a flock. I watch it on YouTube. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, that, that, that doesn't work like that. It's it does not, not, not supposed work. To work. Like find no. a flock. Stick with your flock. Yep. Don't take the summers off. Don't take the winters off. Don't just show up to your flock on Christmas and Easter. Yeah, this isn't that's a part-time not, gig. It's not part of being a flock. No. We need each other. Yeah. you need. You and my response to people say, well, I can watch it at home. Uh-huh. I'll tell you, I want to see how far I get if I record my message and show it on the big screen on Sunday morning and I stay home. And you just dip out, right? Yeah, I stay home and you just watch me on, on, the, screen. on the big screen when everybody's yep. there. See yep. how far I get with that. There you go. Right. I, I would guarantee you'd get as far as the front door because right. uh, you're out. <laughs> Speaking of doors, that's a great transition. Oh, okay. And we need to find the one and only door. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Sheep would wander around grazing all day. Yes. But at night, the shepherd would find him a safe place to go lay and sleep. What'd he do? Yeah, well, he, he'd find him a cave uh-huh. or maybe some enclosed rock or maybe take some rock and build a little temporary fence, Something. temporary pen, mm-hmm. and then he would need a door. To make a temporary door, but he could make one. But what he did was, is the good shepherd would lay himself down at that entryway, and he would be that door to that pen. He was the barrier between the predator and the prey. Yeah, he's laying himself down to protect his sheep. Mm -hmm. So the analogy here is that at heaven, it's like the pasture that the sheep graze in. Mm -hmm. God has great protection for his people. We are the flock. Heaven is the pasture. But for the sheep to leave the pen and go into the pasture, they have to pass through the door. Yes. Jesus is saying, I am the only door to I'm that pasture. the door. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one way to heaven, and his name is Jesus Christ. It's through him. Number four, we need to know the shepherd's voice. Yes. Right? Yeah. It says in verse four, we, we, we just read it. When he has brought all of his outside, he goes ahead of them. The sheep follow him because they know his voice. God calls his people, and his true people hear him. Mm-hmm. His true people hear him. There, there would be a lot of sheep in the pasture if several shepherds, with several shepherds. I mean, there's a lot of sheep in the pasture, and there's a lot of and there's several shepherds. But when a shepherd calls his sheep, mm-hmm. his sheep know his voice. They recognize his voice, and they flock and, to him, and they come. Yep. I mean, it's just like you say, if you're in a, as a child or or your, or your kids, and you're in a big a park or something where there's oh, a lot yeah. of people and you hear mama call you this you know it's your mama dude right I, I knew my dad's whistle yeah 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 from a mile away i knew that dad, right. <laughs> that dude's whistle mm-hmm. so yeah it's, it's the, same, the same same jesus same. saying when the true shepherd calls you will respond mm-hmm. i mean you think about it we were just talking about this how many of us have had have this happen and if you're a believer this had to happen yes. one day your heart was open, your mind was open, and you heard the shepherd call you home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I need Jesus. I need Christ. I know what this is. I can't explain it. I, nope. I need Jesus. I want to follow Jesus. I want to learn from Jesus. He is my shepherd. Right? Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. Your heart and your mind being open up. You hear the voice of Jesus, and you go. And you go. Right? Mm-hmm. His true sheep 
hear his voice and they come. So those who are not his sheep will never hear his no, voice. Exactly. He doesn't exactly. call you once, though. Mm-hmm. Understand that. He calls you to begin a relationship with him, and then he calls you over and over and over and over again to continue that relationship, to grow in that relationship. The The question is asked, how does Jesus speak to me? You know, people say that all the time. Right. You right. know, just give me a sign. Yeah. Just... Well, if, first you have to open his word. If you do this, I'll do that. <laughs> this is how, yeah, yeah, right? This is how but Jesus anyway, speaks to is, us the most. It's through his word. Yep. You know, if you've ever been reading his word and, and you, you come to a point and you just, you just felt it. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus is showing me something. He's mm-hmm. speaking to me here. That's because he's opened your mind to understanding. That's because he's calling you mm-hmm. and you've heard his voice. Yep. All right? He also speaks to us through prayer. Mm-hmm. We pray and we listen, mm-hmm. right? Godly counsel, you know. Yep. No, your pastor's not Jesus, but he uses godly counsel mm-hmm. to speak to you. Listen to the little shepherds Jesus has appointed over you. Yep. And don't be so arrogant to think that they're not there. And don't be so arrogant to think that you know more. Right. You know, that's, uh, yeah. Like for me, you're talking about, you know, when you're reading scripture and, and, and you stop and that one thing just jumps out at you. Like for me this year, has been James one twenty two, where it says, "Do not simply listen to the word, so deceive yourself. Do what it says, right?" right? And so I'm like, "Okay, let's do what it says." Right. But but yeah, I I with you hundred percent. Number five. Number five. Follow the shepherd. Like uh, I said, this is basic stuff. Oh. But we should do it. Follow him. We should be doing it, yeah. and a lot of times we don't. Yeah. So instead of listening to the voice of the shepherd, we listen to the voice of the culture. We listen to the voice of the world. Listen to. Uh, the overflowing voice of the media mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Instead of following the shepherd, we follow ourselves, or we follow something else. Yep. Instead of uh, instead of the the flock being together with God's people, we isolate ourselves, mm-hmm. and as a result, we're in danger. Uh, yeah, you're in trouble. We have to love Christ, listen to Christ, find other people who are walking with the Lord, and walk with walk them. With them, yeah. A lot of people don't do that. Nope. You know, and, and they and it's because of their lifestyle. And they walk for a while, and then they wander off for a while. Mm-hmm. They walk for a while, and they wander off for a while. It's not good. Not good. Okay. All right. Seven through uh, fifteen. All right. So Jesus, I won't read it again to bore you. Not okay. To bore you, but we can't bore pe- people God's word. But Jesus tells them six truths about Himself here in seven through fifteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All right. So He tells the truth. Mm-hmm. He, he's telling Truly, the truth. I tell you. You know, you're right. In, in, in today's time, it's hard to find truth. 100%. And we want to know who's telling us the truth. Who mm-hmm. can I believe? Mm-hmm. You can't believe no one. And we expect to get that from a 15-second video. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Jesus tells you the truth. That's why he says, truly, truly, assuredly, I tell you, verily, verily, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, I am the gate for the sheep. So that's that's one. Two. Jesus warns us as false shepherds. He says, anyone came before me are, are thieves and robbers, but the sheep didn't listen to them. Mm-hmm. Thief, the robber, and the wolf. Uh-huh. Right? God's people are all over the world. Right? And most of them are great people. Most of them. But sometimes there's a person that's, that's in leadership position that's a false shepherd, a thief. Mm-hmm. And they're just using the sheep. They're robbing the sheep. Right? They're trying to get what they want. Mm-hmm. They must remember that they are still sheep. They lack humility. Right. Yep. Faithful shepherds point you to Jesus. They encourage you to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. Number three, Jesus warns us about 
hired hands. Oh, All right. Yeah. The gatekeeper opens it up for him, and the sheep hears it. Well, he calls him out of the sheep by name. Oh, I'm, where am I at? I'm, I'm. All right, number 10. A thief comes only to steal and kill the story. I've come to you that they have to give you life and have it abundant. The good shepherd, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. All right, there you go. The hired hand, since he is not the shepherd and doesn't own his sheep, leaves them and runs away when he sees a wolf coming. Mm-hmm. So he's saying for some people it's a job and not a calling. Right. They ain't paying me enough to deal with this. Right. Some people, some pastors who are in the role as a pastor mm-hmm. are not there because of the calling of God. They're there because they want to get paid to do the They're job. They're getting something right? in return. Yes. What's the difference between a job and a calling? Well, so, uh, quite a bit, actually. But a calling you'll do regardless of anything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, well, for instance, when when I do school visits, right, I persevere through that sometimes because, you know, I know I'm called to do that. I know I'm called to deal with youth. And in order to do that, sometimes you got to go some places that you don't necessarily want to go. Right. Right? We do it anyway. And, you know, just think about, being a mom, mm-hmm. being a dad, I mean, you do it no matter what. It's pretty thankless. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> it's a lifestyle. It is. Right? It, you, it has, you don't it has take to a be day everything. off of being a mom no. and taking a day off of being a dad. No. If you're a mom, a dad, a shepherd, on any level, it's calling, not a job. Yeah. I mean, think about your first job. What was your first job? My first job, I loaded trees into semi-trucks. Okay, I ran a cash register at a convenience store. Oh, right? Yeah. Would you die for that job? No. Heck no. You no. know? But it was a job. Because it you was. had to do it. I needed gas. It's not money. a lifestyle. You did it as less as possible. Yeah. You did, I did your job and you got out of there. <laughs> yeah, I did. You know? <laughs> it's different. Being a shepherd is completely different. Different. I did not commit to that job. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you only know if you are a true shepherd when the wolves show up. Yeah. True shepherds fight. Mm-hmm. Hired hands flee. They do, and and I think and this is not a hundred percent true for everybody, but is it possible that that is why so many churches have pastors for two years or less? Yes, I th- I think that's a hundred percent accurate. And I and I understand too that. The flock does not treat their shepherd the way they should mm-hmm. sometimes. Sometimes. But also, not all shepherds were called to. There's enough blame to go to around. that flock. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can't. Nothing's easy in life. No. And if you're committed to it, if it's God's calling on your life, if it's a lifestyle, style, you're going you're gonna to fulfill that role. Sure. And you're going to stick it out. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But if you're not, then you're going to flee as soon as you possibly. Any, mm-hmm. any sign of trouble, you're out. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to spot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, four. Four. Jesus lays down his life for his sheep. A lot of times we talk about Jesus laying down his life for us, right? This crucifixion. Sure. And we sometimes we see Jesus as a victim. Yeah. But he's not. But he's not. He's a victor. It's like a he's, police officer, right? Yeah. I mean, if, this is what if, he was yeah. born to do. If somebody was about to shoot you and a cop jumped in front of you and, and took the bullet, you wouldn't see him as a victim. You would see him as a victim. The hero. He, he, yeah, the yeah. hero. Jesus is like a good shepherd. He stands in the middle between us and sin, us and hell, us and the wrath of God. Mm-hmm. Right? He He's a victor. He jumps in front of a lot of bullets. He does. For sure. Uh, number five, Jesus is the doorway to heaven. Yes. If you want a relationship with God, it's through Christ. If you want eternal life, it's through Christ. If you want a better life, it's through Christ. He's the doorway. He is. That's the only doorway. 
That's it. It's not door one, two, or three. Yeah, there ain't but hey, one way. One door. And that's right? him. Yep. Number six, Jesus knows us by name, and his sheep know him by name. Mm-hmm. Again, we just said this. Sheep would call, or shepherds would call their sheep, like we would call a pet almost. You yeah, know? just like right? that. The shepherds would call each sheep by name. Mm-hmm. If you're a Christian, it's because Jesus has called you by name. Yep. Right? You call your pet, it comes. Most of the time. Right? <laughs> I go over to your house to feed your dogs. They don't want to listen. They don't. No, because no. I am not their shepherd. Yeah, well, they don't listen to me. They listen to Linda, though. There you go. My She's dogs are ridiculous. <laughs> and there will be a time when Jesus will return, and he will call every one of his sheep forward by name. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. You will hear Jesus call your name. Woo! How exciting. I'm excited. Right. Yeah. All right. 16 to the end. All right. But I have one. I have one other sheep that are not from the sh- sheep pen. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. And there will be one flock, one shepherd. And this is why the Father loves me, because I lay down my life so that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own. I have the right to lay it down. I have the right to take it up again, and I have received the command from my Father. You know, there's, there's some facts about Christianity here is that the Christian church is the people of all nations. Yes. And sometimes everyone. I think we forget that yeah. Christianity is not just for Americans. Right? What? I know. Huh? What? He's, he's talking to Jewish people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and yeah. he's telling them that one day my flock will have people all over the world. Whosoever. Right. And currently it's a small flock, and they're all Jewish. Mm-hmm. Right? And one day it will reach all nations mm-hmm. of all tongues. To the ends right? of the earth, it says. And it says... Jesus, one flock is made up of little flocks. We're a flock. Yeah. Your home is a flock. Mm-hmm. Several little flocks make up the church. Mm-hmm. One flock. One. Each home is a flock. Mm-hmm. Each should be, each father is the shepherd. Yes. Sometimes the mother is the shepherd of the home, but whoever the, 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 the parent of the home is, is the shepherd. Yes. You're to train your sheep and take them to the bigger flock. Right? But we all make up one flock, the universal church. Absolutely. Jesus is the one shepherd. Mm-hmm. My job as a pastor is to lead and feed the flock. Yes. Right? But I must remember that the flock ultimately belongs to Jesus. Yes. And so I'm responsible to the ultimate shepherd. Mm-hmm. So anyone who has the opportunity to shepherd, moms, dads, grandparents, children, teachers, adult teachers, Bible study leaders, whoever, whoever. Mm-hmm. must remember that their flock mm-hmm. belongs to Jesus. Yep. And we think about that. It's- when you prepare for things, mm-hmm. who am I ultimately responsible to? Mm-hmm. Can I just skid by this class this Sunday morning and I didn't have time to mess with it, so I'm just going to just kind of wing it? Yeah. <sighs> what are you doing to the flock? What kind of food are you you're, giving the flock? Well, you're damaging them yeah. is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But then again, as we close, <laughs> they were divided. No, uh, <laughs> Many people said they was a demon and he was crazy. What? Right? He's talking about sheep and flocks and doors and. Are they trying to pick out a carpet like color? Like guy that walks down the street, you know, like talking to himself. Like yeah. this has got to, you know. Yeah, that was yeah. me at one point. Yeah. <laughs> I had a good conversation. You can't be a demon. Who a demon can't open the eyes of the blind. Right. So every got, time Jesus, every time Jesus, and, and we have to remember that the gospel divides. It does. The word divides. It does. When Jesus speaks, there's division. He's disruptive. I know. Mm-hmm. He is. Mm-hmm. I love him. <laughs> disruptive. Disruptive. My man. 
Yeah, buddy. All right. Jesus shepherd. Got to have a flock. Yes. And we're all part of many flocks. Yes. And if we're many shepherds, we're responsible to Jesus. Mm-hmm. There you go. There it is. That's it. All right. Awesome. All right. So write that down. Verses 1 through 21 in chapter 10. And then we'll pick back up next time. All right. Pray with me and we'll dismiss and get on out of here. Father, we're so thankful for this time. We're thankful for your message. We're thankful for your word and our opportunity to share it uh, with whoever will receive it, Father. We ask you put your healing hand on those that need it according to your will, Father. And if anybody's gotten off track, I ask that your spirit engage in them and and get them turned right, Father. We ask um, just continue to bless this place and, and everyone in it. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. That's a good one.